Well, she just shaves her butt. She's a nine. When I'm torrenting more recordings, internet, it sends a warning, and I don't think it'll download in time. By the time I've watched the show, it's half past time to go. Turn the one more switch to make the show sit right. It's alright, I'm watching Save by the Trails. Alright, cause it's Save by the Welcome to Saved by the Bell Reviewed, where we review every episode of Saved by the Bell because it's the closest thing next to moving in with each other. I am David Bitsenhofer, and the person who is relishing a chance to break my family heirlooms is... Carolyn Maine. <laughs> that was supposed to be Austin's... Uh, sorry. He dropped it, yo. I'm ready to break your shit house up, David. Well, usually I don't uh, specify, but then my next one was, and the woman who is dying for a scissor sister to move in with her is... Ryan Alexander Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) And the man I've been begging to move in with is... Austin Gorton. Hey, that was supposed to be mine. (laughs) Wait, let's do it over. Now I'm disappointed at the outcome. (laughs) You want a scissor sister? It's all right. It's true. We all do. Sisters. And today we have a special guest, Terry Blass. Yay. How special is he? He's so special. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. He's okay. like, dunch, dunch, <laughs> dunch. Another one rides the bus. <laughs> he's he's so special, he's easily eclipsed the record of our most returning guest. Yeah. yeah! All right. You're doing yeah, a why lap do you keep coming them? back to this show anyway? So I know. What's wrong with you, Terry? I mean, Terry, you're you're more or less the fifth aluminum four at this point. <laughs> That's a, I I accept that. I love that. All right. All right. Is this your fifth appearance? Uh, I think we've done at least four. Four. So yes. yeah. Yeah, I think about four. Terry's also the only person ever asked to be on our show. Yeah. Not true. <laughs> no, it is true. My best friend has just asked me. That's true. We may have a guest coming up that is Terry's best friend, which is good enough for us. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically Lauren asked me to be on the show, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. She, she enjoys. Well, if you're banging one of the hosts, you know. So I'm, yeah, so you I'm get actually, a pass. You'll get a special segment. I'm actually not special, then. <laughs> no, you're very special. <laughs> Terry, I just want to say, Terry did not give it up to get on this show, actually. <laughs> so far. Well, not yet. Which may or may not lead to some tension throughout the episode. <laughs> I just have so much <laughs> tension. God, my shoulders are so In my stuck. lower back. <sighs> All right. All right. You're next. Today we'll be reviewing Good Morning, Miss Bliss, episode nine. Let's get Million. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is a show that takes place in a school, so that means you have to have an episode pairing up people to do projects. Zach and Nikki are fighting, so naturally they're placed together. Imagine the odds of that. Also, even more coincidental, Tina moves in with Miss Bliss and their friction mirrors Zach and Nikki's. What? Uh, Has a sitcom ever done that? (laughs) Can Zach and Nikki pull off a successful school project despite their differences? Can Miss Bliss and Tina manage to stay friends while living together? Do any of us care? Let's find out. 
I just want to say I don't care, but let's talk about it for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'd be a short thing. I'm curious if you mentioning the friction between Miss Bliss and Tina, if that was the first of what will certainly be several references to lesbian love. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Austin. I don't know what to do with myself now that David took my one point out of this episode. (laughs) That these bitches be (laughs) scissoring. You can't stop bitches from scissoring. Speaking of scissor sisters, I got a uh, Julie Gafour contacted me after I read her letter on the air. Who? It went okay. What happened? I wasn't here for that. It so didn't happen. We got a letter from a famous cartoonist. Awesome. Yeah, she was like, who did I have a relationship with that sucks that has a relationship with someone that oh. you was with that sucks? Did we say that? Um, that's sorry. as far as I said it, and that's, that's as much as I'll divulge said, oh, on the air. Okay. But we talked right. about it. Great. Wait, what? maybe I was here for that. Yeah, you Never were. Mind. I was. <laughs> I don't all that out. Part of your ghost always perches with us, even if the whole you isn't here. But it's so great to have the whole you back. H O L E. And we know that you listen to our show every week, Terry. I know. We know it. That's why I had to ask what episode you were on because <laughs> they all, you know, I've listened to every single one. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh. We don't have a cold open or a Zach intro on this one. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But we we do get a nice voiceover of Miss Bliss being like, Compromise! (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can we, like, are are we not acknowledging the title, though, of the episode? Let's get together? I'm not acknowledging it. Because. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we should talk about the title. The the Parent Trap, not. The Lindsay Lohan, yeah, the, the abomination. Lady. Oh, that is the Ms. original. Bliss, isn't that's Miss Bliss. Yeah, yeah. So I the Parent that. Trap is legitimately, yeah. right, no. I feel, a perfect movie. All right, and I watch it again. I'm so I just watched it last week. Uh, yeah. In so, preparation, yeah. Well, of course, mm-hmm. but um, so I'm very happy that the title is a throwback to um, Little Angel Baby Haley. In <laughs> wait, how is that a song from yeah, the Parent Trap? Yeah, Let's like they together, say together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't oh. you and I combine that song? Does Haley Mills sing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she sings it with Haley Mills. Right. I love mm-hmm. that. I like even more in uh, Beach Party, or I believe it's Bikini Beach, where uh, Frankie Avalon? Avalon plays both himself and the Potato Bug, Amazing. a Beatles parody char- character. And they have a feud song between them, and he plays both roles. And they fight <laughs> over Annette. That's fucking good is it like let's never be together no 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 totally unrelated yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite double casting is Ernest goes to jail oh, when not... he plays sexy evil Ernest <laughs> here we go again alright <laughs> so all I have to say about it actually I just had I had to parent parent trap drop the parent trap yeah that was good yeah. of you to do so because I was gonna blow right over it somehow I didn't even know I actually learned I usually I don't think I've That's ever learned anything what before what I'm here for <laughs> Terry, did you prefer did you prefer City Mouse Haley Mills or Country Mouse Haley Mills? Oh, that's very very tough. Um, because I preferred like um, Monterey California Haley Mills in that movie, right? Until until she um, makes fun of like Boston Haley Mills by going, "Oh, Boston," and it's like the <laughs> biggest read, like the biggest dig at her. And I was like, "Oh, you're kind of." <laughs> And then she's kind of dumb because the other one's like, "Can you only think of your stomach at a time like this? Like we're fucking sisters. Do you are you not getting what's happening here?" I was like, "Oh, the other one's kind of dumb." So I think mm. I like Boston one better. <laughs> I like Patty Duke better. Oh, Whoa. Patty Duke, that's good stuff too. That's the original 
twins on TV. No, what came first, Parent Trap or Patty Duke? Patty Duke. I feel like Parent Trap probably did. I think it's Patty Duke because Patty Duke was in black and white. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's uh, let's let's check with our crack research team. <laughs> All right, crack research team, go. Well, but yeah, but a lot of TV was black and white for what, like The Wizard of Oz came out in the 30s, and that was in color. Exactly. So you never know. Why why don't we have a listener? Don't say you never know, because we have a crack research team. (laughs) So Patty Duke show is on from 63 to 67. Oh, boy. And the Haley Mills Parent Trap was released in 1961. Ooh. Oh, wow. Parent Trap It's not important. So Parent Trap did it first. (laughs) It doesn't matter. So, uh... (laughs) So, so uh, that and so that so that voiceover. So let's <laughs> compromise, and they both happened in 1962. <laughs> <laughs> oh, compromise. People learning to work together is a wonderful thing. It means they have to listen to each other, consider different points of view, and reach a compromise. My only problem is, how do you teach that? So Miss Bliss loves compromise, even though telling people to compromise, like. What, one or two episodes ago really didn't work out well for her, but... It didn't work out at all. Right. (laughs) And Miss Bliss doesn't compromise. She killed her husband. Or Zach did it. Pretty sure Zach killed her husband. But that was a compromise between what she wants and her morals. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) It was more like a compromise. Yeah. Gross. I know. Uh, So, Nikki and Zach are fighting, and I thought they were friends after the last episode, but apparently Zach, like, Push Nikki onto the bus floor to sit next to a woman. That's cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's physically abusive. <laughs> That's yeah. Cold. Well, Carol, you're a woman, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so if you were getting on the bus. I frequently do. And a gentleman saw you and he pushed the woman <laughs> sitting next to him onto the floor so she could sit, so you could sit next to him. I would tase an, or mace him. Oh. I would be like, enchanté. I'd exactly. be so flattered. Would, would you like <laughs> step on him like a coat that somebody threw down in a puddle? You'd step on the fallen person yeah. as I walk to this hunky man. Because that's what a gentleman does. Wow. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, it's like a coat, but it's a human being. <laughs> it's a pleb. I think we should point out that it sounds like Nikki would have been okay with this whole sequence of events. If the woman was hot enough. Yeah. 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 This argument about it. Let me tell you another thing, Zach. That girl wasn't even that cute. I'll be charitable. She was a three. I think we can all agree to that. A three Mm. isn't worth it. Yeah. I was also, and Zach says that she was a five with potential. I wouldn't knock you on the floor for a three. She was a five with potential. (laughs) Right? is Is that because Nikki's like... Is there some like resentment there? It was like she There's wasn't. There's a lot of resentment. Like, you pushed but... me for that girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Know. Well, let's let's rank Nikki. Oh my God, she's a child. We can't yeah. be sex ranking these children, despite no, their leather. No, no. What Ryan means is like in yeah. Zach's mind. Yeah. Rank I... Nikki. Um. You all go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can just. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna... David, rank Nikki. 
<laughs> this isn't going down a good road. Here's the thing. If she was at least a five with potential and he pushed Nikki, then he has to think Nikki's at least a three. Right. Uh, so a five uh, with potential, that means, <laughs> like, when she takes her glasses off, she's an eight. And, like, yeah, and yeah, shakes, out, shakes out the ponytail. Yeah, exactly. Shaves her butt. Well, if she just shaves her butt, she's a nine. <laughs> Do you think she grew up to be Inga? Like, this five with potential actually became a ten? <laughs> That's a beautiful swan story. <laughs> I was confused as to who this girl was. Like, don't don't they have the same people on the bus every day? Yeah. Oh, uh, may, I thought I just assumed they took the public bus. Oh, like a, I suppose yeah. that could be. I assumed it was the school bus. But you're right; it could have been a yeah. public bus. It's the only way it makes any sense. Yeah, you're right. I retract <laughs> my objection. But then when you say it's the public bus, I imagine she's like 20 years old or something. Oh, totally. Exactly. Right. Totally. <laughs> So, like, yeah, David, you're right that it's wrong that Nikki calls her a three because that just kind of eviscerates any argument she would have about Zach being a pig. Yeah. But she does call Zach a pig, too. Well, I agree, though. Like, Carol, if you're going <laughs> to shove me out of the way for some D, it yeah. better be some sweet D. <laughs> well, I assure you that it will be, but it might not read to you from your vantage point on the ground. That's the thing. That's what I'll say against Nikki is I would respect your my five. your aesthetics, you know. <laughs> I would say, well, Carol mm. thought this person was attractive enough to shove me on the floor <laughs> for her, and that's and just what, what if, she's into. And what if it was Mario Lopez that she was doing it for? If it was Mario Lopez, I would just, she wouldn't even have to show me, I would just lay on the floor for him to step on me. You'd just lay at his feet. I would. I would anoint his feet with oils as he stepped on me to sit next to Carol. I didn't know if you, if like mentioning Slater, Kelly, and Jesse was forbidden. I mean, we can. I've forgotten about them, though. Not me. Well, I mean, sorry that Kelly's not there for you guys, but. I'm sorry. Is that just like, I mean, it does seem strange to me that like. There's this little vaguely ethnic dude with a perm. Yeah. And then this, like, kind of feminist girl with curly hair. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's intentional, right? Well, they they didn't rewrite it for the update. It's called a They just gave them different names, Uh right? And actors. And and actors. Hotter, hot actors. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, if you're Mikey and Nikki, you were very clearly just recast because you weren't attractive enough. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm pretty sure Mikey's dad beats him to death. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, so then Miss Bliss has this project in which she takes famous inventions and gives them to like a pair of students and then they have to pitch it to her. As if she was from a time when she did not know of these inventions, and they have to convince her. I don't get this. Well, they're supposed <laughs> American inventions, right? Yeah. Like jazz. <laughs> yeah, but for a teacher, she has absolutely terrible penmanship. She writes a Mexican on the board. Oh. <laughs> she wrote. She wrote a Mexican because that's who actually invented these things and never got credit. Probably. <laughs> but, um, um, <clears throat> I was really waiting for someone to have to pitch buddy bands. I know. Yeah, I know. That's what you're waiting <laughs> The greatest of all adventures. Or like sunglasses for a car. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a terrible project in terms of like forcing you to think about the, the context that these inventions were introduced to. No, I'm kind of into it, yeah. Get lost, Brainiac. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's push the books out of his head. I know, you're gonna, you're in, I'm I'm gonna find you by the bike rack after school, Austin, you kiss ass. Yeah, hey. (laughs) I got a thug, I got a thug backing me up. Yeah, boy! Um, I mean, in terms of, like, trying to show you that Miss Bliss is kind of a clever, innovative teacher, I found that more effective than her having a mock game show. 
I'm just saying, if you're gonna talk about the greatest American inventions, where's rap, music, and comic books? <laughs> and burgers and fries. Is the vibrator American, or was it British? What, what was I feel Freud? like it's German or yeah. something. Oh, the fucking Germans. I know. Anyway, the vibrators. TV was American. Yay! What about the condom? Uh, sailors made it up. No, it didn't. Oh my god, yeah, can you imagine Miss Bliss like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sell me on this condom. Screeching <laughs> random girl behind you, you get the condom. <laughs> that poor girl. This is like yeah. the beginning of things just spiraling out of control. And you get my diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> the sponge. <laughs> Screech gets paired up with a girl we've never seen before. Her name is Jennifer and... and, and <laughs> And they have the camera, and Screech is really, really into Jennifer. I guess we're supposed to think she's hot, but again, she's like 11. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty in an Aryan way. That's all you need. So do you guys think that this episode is the sole reason they added a sixth cast member for the next version of the show? Oh, I thought that too, yeah. Because they have nobody else to pair Screech up with. They're like, oh shit, we're pairing everybody off, but we have an odd-numbered main cast. Yeah. (laughs) It looks better in a photo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did it? Did anybody recognize the gal playing Jennifer? No. No. Wait. Uh, let me guess. Was it Jennifer Jason Lee? It was not Jennifer Jason Lee. Was it Elizabeth Banks? It's Devin Odessa. What kind of name is that? It is Devin Odessa. Someone paid <laughs> attention to the first clip after the credits. Uh, Ryan, does the name Shelley Phillips mean anything to you? Hmm. It, it, it won't. She was on an episode of Full House playing a character named Shelly Phillips. What episode? Uh, yours, mine, and ours, which I believe mm. is the one when, according to IMDb, when uh, Jesse and Becky are arguing over how to raise their hideously deformed, ugly twins. Yeah. And then they go to like a pirate theme restaurant or something like that. Oh, and they all like, everyone acts like a dick. And, every, and everybody's terrible to everyone. And that's kind of yeah. how it goes. And they eat Joey awkward. wants cookies. Yeah. Um, other so than, who is she in that episode? Like the waitress or something? I would assume it, the character's name is Shelly Phillips, but maybe I, she's could, a friend of DJ's. That could or be, something. or even Stephanie's. No, because, oh, I guess because she's young. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing of note was she was on 19 episodes of My So Called Life, which I think is every no episode way. of My So Called oh, Life. Oh, 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 she's the one that's Claire Dane's best friend before the show starts, huh? And they're not friends again, right? What's her name? Sharon. Sharon. Shersky. Shersky. I feel character. like that's who that is. She's like the ex-best friend. It's been yeah. a long time since I saw my so-called. Oh, I fucking love that show. That show is good to to, to this day. That's a great show. Uh, yeah, So, and she's done a bunch of other little stuff, but nothing really notable. I was Step by Step. Yeah, yeah, she was also in an episode of Step by Step. And, and, and the, the Wonder Man. Years. Yeah, did she bang the Coaster? <laughs> Wait, in the Wonder Years? Who was she on the Wonder Years? Was she... Was she um, was she like the exchange student that Kevin was in love with? Maybe. Well, she's only in one episode. And her name was Sheila Lackeroo. I don't know. What episode? Hey, David, is, is the crack research team contacting you now? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, David? Austin's got one thing that makes him feel useful. <laughs> he doesn't come to your house and eat out your girlfriend. <laughs> 
mean, as far as we know. Yeah, he yeah, does. Was... <laughs> All right. No comment. Let's just move on. So I, next only, I only said that because I know she listens to the show. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, so what episode of The Wonder Years? Uh, yeah, the name was Sheila Lackaroo, and the episode yeah, was doesn't... called Eclipse. I don't know. Probably yeah, clip show. Yeah, that doesn't help. Anything. Eclipse show. Wah, wah. Oh, the eclipse. Yeah, I know that one. All right, sorry. I'll shut up. Lisa and Mikey get a typewriter. <laughs> Lisa's worried about her nails. The typewriter? But I'll break my nails. <laughs> Can we all laugh at how that was an important invention once upon a time? Yeah. It still would qualify as I know, an important invention. Because it yeah. makes a pleasing sound. Yeah, it's all yeah. iterative. Uh, and then. Miss Bliss, I don't know, did she look at how Zack and Nikki were fighting and decide that they should be paired together, or is that the plan all along? She says it. Our next invention is the telephone. Nikki and Zack, since you seem to be having such a good time talking to each other, it's all yours. So, like, Miss Bliss is kind of the worst in this episode. She, like... It's really bad when you are a hard worker and you're in a group project with a bad worker. There's yeah. nothing you can do. You just endure them. It's well, like, make I Zach have... work with the other shit ass. We'll get into this, but I wonder, is Zach really a terrible partner in this episode? Uh, Hard to say. I mean, he is terrible. Well, that's true. He's a terrible person. But that doesn't <laughs> mean that he's necessarily a terrible partner. Right. But I might have to debate with you over who is the worst in this episode. Okay. The worst partner or the worst person? The worst person. I know who the worst person is in this episode. That's oh, easy. me too. <laughs> well, it's a little tough. It's between two people. No, one one of them is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One's a stalker and one has no... I don't know. They're both bad. Uh, one of them was very excited about the person he was working with. I know. Camera. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm yeah, saying. that's gonna be the the start of a lot of further episodes i can tell you but yeah, one person true. invites themselves over to someone's house and then trashes it for like a week straight yeah that really bothered me we're gonna talk about that a lot but it's true oh, though i was Screech's, just talking about the kids screech's legacy of harassment begins here yeah. i forgot there were adults on this show now right well it's about to get really in our face yep. <clears throat> yes because now we go to uh so zach and nikki get the telephone did i say that right. That's a, yeah. yeah they do and it's an old tiny telephone phone like with, yes. the, like with a the cord and everything and the little cone that you talk into tune in tokyo three one nine five zero one over and in true save by the bell fashion we don't find out what everybody else in the class is doing okay who cares what about that they're not baby. doing anything austin they're watching <laughs> they're, the important they're, people they're watching the five main characters and this random girl give their presentations yeah well so one of them was gonna have to be paired up with one of the five important people yeah. right so if you're a student were you hoping not to get picked so you didn't have to do a project <laughs> or did you just want to feel important for a day and actually do a project i was about to say that i like were there other kids in this room but um <laughs> now one but, girl was but like, i did Fuck. I, I did write down that while nikki and zach are fighting to the left there's one boy this yeah. asian extra who looks at them like he fucking can't stand either one oh. of them. And it was my favorite part of the whole episode. That's a very true reaction there. Though. It was like, amazing. I missed that. And I'd be like, who the... Ugh. God damn God these fucks. Damn. Yeah. There's yeah, one kid that I like, and he's a little later on, but I won't remember later. He just, like, stares into the middle distance, and his mouth is open, and he's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> great. But I'm sure that when... What's her name who got paired up with Screech? Jennifer. Jennifer. When Jennifer, Mick, eleven-year-old, she was like 
Yes, hot tits Mick 11-year-old. <laughs> when she was paired up with Screech, was like, double fuck. Because not only do I have to work with Screech, but now I actually have to do the project. And she knows that she's going to die off camera. The longer yeah. she spends with Screech yeah. and Zach, the more likely you are to die. These kids are like praying mantises. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to Miss Bliss's house. It's always so weird when we go to a teacher's house. And we're going <laughs> to spend a lot of time, and I'm creeped out the whole time we're in our house. <laughs> you feel like you're violating your privacy, or you're like yeah. somebody not supposed to be? You know we never see Belding's house? Yeah, I bet Mr. Belding's house is crazy. It's got, like, KY nice. jelly <laughs> all over it's all greasy. Is there like a sex swing going on in there too? In and... every room. I think like... he has his calendar page framed on the wall. Miss <laughs> uh, Bliss is typing on her typewriter. Cutting edge. Then the doorbell rings and it's Tina who has broken up with Donnie who is apparently her boyfriend. Or has gotten broken up with. By yeah. Mm-hmm. He kicked her out of the apartment and then rented it to somebody else at 9 p.m. at night. (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out what actually happened here because none of this actually makes sense. Yeah, wait, so they weren't living together, but he kicked her out of their apartment? (laughs) No, they were living together. So then he rented the apartment to somebody, the the apartment that he lives in, to someone else. Yeah, where is he then? was Was she dating her landlord? Oh, <laughs> yes. I just think that he had an exit strategy. Yeah. Which He's you like, would. Make you sure were... she doesn't come back. He was just like, it, she says, oh, if he, I told him he didn't marry me, but he was ready to go already. He had a whole plan in order. So he was like, how am I going to get rid of this piece of shit? And then she was like, if you don't marry me, I'm going to break up with you. And he was like, get out. I got apl- an application filled out. Time for you to go. But, like, so why did he need somebody to move in? Why couldn't he just kick her out of the apartment? It's well, like, we don't even know if there really is a person that's going to move in, right? He I, got that, saying, I got that that was just his story, and he yeah. was already banging someone else. Yeah. Oh, he was just fucking so. That was his way of saying, mm-hmm. okay, that makes more sense. This room, a.k.a. my dick, is yeah. el ocupado. Rented. I've said <laughs> that to women when I've broken out with, up with them. I rented out your room as a way of saying... Yeah. That I'm going to be banging a new person now. <laughs> I've rented out my dick to another occupant. Yeah, it's occupado. They paid a deposit. <laughs> Did they get the deposit back? First and security? last. You have to transfer it. The new person has to transfer it over <laughs> to the old person. It's so always the, awkward. And there's a processing fee of $45. Yeah, I got the idea that he like handed Tina her change of address form and like all her luggage was like, get out. All I'm saying is... This is Tina? Yeah, that's the yes. one that she is. Yeah. Is, she's fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh, I literally wrote down, I was ready to hate her. But then, two seconds later, I was like, I think she's my spirit animal. Oh, and then two, No, wait. Okay, okay. And then two seconds later, I was like, no, I hate her. Dude. <laughs> she's the worst. Not, yeah, to cut, the wor- not to cut, jump ahead, but this is a situation where it shouldn't be about compromise. Tina's yeah. just wrong. Yeah. She's a total yeah. asshole. And Miss Bliss, I'm completely on. This is a totally one-sided argument. Yeah, she's an asshole. They do the whole Urkel thing. Yes, they Urkel it up. Yeah, she just fucks everything up, and then we're supposed to feel bad when Miss Bliss has enough of it. You know, like no, I have that in my notes. Sucks. I said she pulls an Urkel. 
That's the move he pulls every episode. So I've been trying to figure out this whole episode, like, which drugs is she on? All of them. Sometimes I think it's coke. Sometimes I think it's that heroin horse. I got I got coke out of it. Coke, 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 coke. <laughs> I'm coke saying coke. coke or speech. She's definitely on uppers. Yeah, not she's oh, definitely yeah. on some kind of upper. Yeah, and she, yeah, I don't know. She's probably on <laughs> a lot of different things that are. I could see her nice being like a pill popper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so she, as we alluded to, just kind of invites herself to move move in with Miss Bliss. But Miss Bliss just wants to work on an article for Good Earth magazine. Is that a real magazine? Uh, this it's a real book. So this is why I felt like <laughs> she's contributing to the book, The Good Earth. What's his <laughs> this name? Is... Wang Wang Lung. Wang Lung. But, Everybody uh... Wang Lung tonight. She's like, the rice harvest came in low this oh year. My God. She's like, this book is too depressing. I'm going to spruce it up. And then he married a prostitute. This is why, for like a second, I felt I felt like I related to Tina because she says, "Good Earth magazine." What's good about it? And I was like, uh, oh, she's she's feeling she's feeling the state of the world today. Yeah, that's like her it. good moment, and then she gets and then she and like worse. does some sort of dress you up in my love shit. I think <laughs> that's like, later. Oh my god, we're gonna talk about that for a I can't. long time. I can't. So, is this Good Earth magazine more popular than Teacher Monthly and Fuckable Teens magazine? Well, no magazine is as popular as Fuckable Teens magazine. <laughs> right, that's like the, uh, the top-selling magazine. And then we agree that the Teacher Monthly or whatever is just a, a newsletter. It's a oh, Xerox. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So this is Good Earth is in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like two pages? It's like at least four pages long. It's yeah. like a pamphlet. It's got, sta- it's got a staple, which is that's more than I have in the newsletter. There's also a restaurant around Austin and I called The Good Earth, but that's yeah. about all I Is it say. Chinese food? No, it's, no. it's like it's like healthy, no. uh, natural, yeah. organic kind of stuff. Oh, fuck that shit. That's Good pretty. taste is Chinese by me. So we go to the next morning, and we're in Miss Bliss's kitchen, and Tina is shoving a broom down a drain. <laughs> What is a broomstick doing at my garbage disposal? Would you believe there is a witch on the other end of this? Okay. Okay. Is that a sexual metaphor? (laughs) It's like... Is that what she's missing after that night with Miss Bliss? Yes, she's missing some deep down Rudy rootin' and tootin'. (sighs) I can just, like, see the discussion where they're like, we can't waste any time... Tina has to be the shittiest roommate possible as quickly as possible. She's like, yes, I can move in. And then it's like star wipe. And then she's like shoving a broom <laughs> down the garbage. And it just looks like shit yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, she does everything short of burn her house down. Yeah. I know, there's zero subtlety to it. It looks like a bomb went off in that kitchen. Like, I'm grateful that Miss Bliss, to my knowledge, didn't have any pets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To my knowledge, too, but I'm not ruling it out. I mean, she might as well just be, like, pissing into the sink. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. And there were to be a way to tell the story where Tina isn't the worst, but just Miss Bliss wants her own space and things just aren't working well, you well, know? Well, no, 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 because the thing about it is that why it doesn't work is because her behavior is so extreme. Because we're supposed to feel like 
this is a two-sided argument and we're supposed to look at both sides of this. So if Tina was just kind of annoying, like if Miss Bliss just wanted her space too much and was like, oh, Tina, I was watching that. Or it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. Tina, you're on the phone and I'm trying to go to bed. Like more like reasonable things that actual human beings who are roommates go through (laughs) rather than these like cartoonish, exaggerated scenarios where it's like, you Mm -hmm. fucked up my kitchen and you're shoving my broom down the garden. You're destroying everything in my whole house. This is also Miss Bliss's house. It's not like Tina is her roommate. Yeah. She just kind of invited herself over and then broke Miss Bliss's crystal goblet that's been in her family for 50 years. I don't even years. want to know what right. the fuck Tina was doing in order to break <laughs> that goblet. She yeah. would have a crystal goblet. Uh, Austin, I'm going to take a guess. So, Terry, you've surmised that we believe them to be scissor sisters. Oh, yeah. This is an yeah. ongoing thing. Uh, so maybe she's like, I don't know, she's using it as some kind of pussy cup before or pussy after cup. like a douche of vinaigrette. That's my guess. But the thing, I she think... She broke the goblet in her vagina. Okay. Exhibit B. <laughs> Your Honor. The thing that really puts it over the top for me, all this shit's happening, and then Miss Bliss goes to get coffee, and there's no coffee in the coffee pot, and that's when I would be like, you need to get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> my jaw would have, like, dislocated like an alien and aliens. Uh-huh. And swallowed Tina whole. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> if there had been no coffee in yeah. that coffee pot. Yeah, there's no she takes all the coffee. There's no hot water too. Right. Which is which she like just tells her straight up like there's no more hot water. I'm like, well technically maybe it came back. I don't know. Maybe she just got out of the shower. No, yeah, there's... she showered in a love coma and like spent three hours like scrubbing oh, herself yeah. and crying. <laughs> That's what she calls it, huh? I think yeah, what she then... means is there's just never gonna be hot water ever again. <laughs> She's, like, crying and masturbating in the shower for, like, three hours. Yep. Well, wait, is that is that weird? <laughs> so, basically, every anything Miss Bliss wants or cared about is being destroyed right in front of her. By Tina's vagina. There's not enough scissoring in the world to calm this woman. <laughs> Tina just really wants this to be a one-sided argument. She's just really dedicated to it. Well, Miss Bliss could be more accommodating to her disastrous pussy monster. Disastrous pussy monster. Do you think Miss Bliss is weighing the like uh, the sides of having like the worst roommate ever, but being able to like scissor nonstop every night? Yep. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> We've all been in that relationship. <laughs> uh, so now we go to the hallway, the JFK hallway. I guess is that... yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All time low interest for this set. Ba- Bayside Junior High. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bayside Junior High. Uh, Nikki and Zach are talking about the project, and Nikki's like, I got all the stats right here. And Zach's like, we, we don't want boring stats, we want pizzazz. And I guess my only thought is this is a school project. No one really cares about pizzazz in the end. Uh, I think 90% of their grade is pizzazz. (laughs) That's what it ends up being. I didn't realize it. See, once again, Zach Zach knows what's going down. He is a good student. I would have thought that Miss Bliss would have just been happy with boring facts and figures. He got such high SATs because he scored so high on pizzazz. (laughs) The pizzazz section of the SAT. David, you you don't win a prestigious Teacher of the Year award from that Loose Leaf newsletter <laughs> by just accepting some dry recitation of facts as a acceptable presentation. When Zach took the SATs, 
he got a lot of questions wrong, but he had filled in the bubbles with a glitter pen. <laughs> yeah, oh, that. shit. Was it a number two glitter pen? Pizzazz. Yeah. It was purple. <laughs> and he made like jagged shapes Zazzy. instead of just filling, yeah. yeah like the max shape mm-hmm, exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the max shape yeah you know him oh yeah i know exactly what and the, the scantron was like this kid's going places <laughs> he is the chosen one boop, boop, boop. he has pizzazz <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the secret hack to the sats make sure you have plenty of pizzazz <laughs> Now I want a movie about, like, a Brave Little Toaster, but about the Scantron machine. <laughs> Escapes from the school. Like, no more! What else can you possibly In search do? of pizzazz. Live! Carolyn, live! He could live. He's, like, in the woods, like, puts a leaf through him and, like, fails it. Because <laughs> it's existential crisis. Cause it's pretty good. Because doesn't know what to do anymore. I mean, I'll fucking watch it. I just, don't, I just don't know how it's going to turn out. Brave little Scantron machine. Mm. The brave little Scantron. So we go to the administrative area, because I have no idea what to come. This and, sucks, uh, too. Yeah, it's a shitty. It's very bare. We, we learn... should call it the bare bones cafeteria. <laughs> we learn more information as to why Tina's boyfriend may have broke up with her, because she's now stalking him at his apartment. Yeah, she slashed his tires. Yeah, she also did that. That's a really healthy thing to do. Right. At this point, if I were Miss Bliss, I'd be scared. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say, then uh, Mr. Belding comes in and he's, he's really worried about Miss Bliss. And he pressures her into talking about what's bothering her. So then Miss Bliss vents and then Mr. Belding shames her for it. Okay, I just thought that after 11 years of working together, we'd be able to share our profits. All right. I didn't get much sleep. I didn't have any breakfast. I had a cold shower. My hair is still wet. You happy now? <laughs> really wish you'd leave her personal life at home. I hate Mr. Belding. He only has like one scene, but he's going for worst person here. He's definitely more of an asshole. <laughs> in, but I, it's funny because my note says Belding, Belding guilts her into sharing feelings. Yeah, it's yeah. a guilt so. trip about a guilt trip. Well, you said yeah. he pressured her and I said he guilted her, but I think we're both right. Yeah, that's a little bit of both. He's just like, no, you got to talk. We're friends. You know, you got to do this. Let's do this. And then she's like, kind of blows up on him a little bit. He's like, ooh. And then he's like, damn, Miss Bliss, that's fucked up. Yeah, he's like, keep your personal stuff at work. Or, he's know, like, or, what are you both on your periods? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He may as well have been like, women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be that time of the month. Uh, uh, so then we are, are in the cafeteria. Every time you think you got a beat on who's the worst, then somebody else decides to be the worst. Saved by the bell. So now Screech is just like staring creepily at Jennifer. Question. Oh my god. Question. What? Is Screech in this scene eating out of a lasagna thermos that's pretty much my question also it's like mayonnaise jar maybe yeah i thought that he was just eating i thought it was mustard but it <laughs> does look like he's just eating a big bowl of we can call it mayonnaise I, i'll compromise um <laughs> but that compromise erases austin's voice entirely but it's sorry austin sorry, should have been a bigger asshole like me that's how so. compromise works based on what i've learned from this show who's ever but loudest is rightest it <laughs> looks to me like he's just eating mayonnaise it is gross, but out of a big is. container of mayonnaise really? and staring at her yes 
It could be a jar of cum. He's eating his own cum, <laughs> and he's staring at her. No! No, we, we've settled on that. It's okay. Settled. Compromise, Terry. Yeah, com- all right, compromise, all right. Terry. It's a bowl of cum. <laughs> Only because you said it in Miss Bliss's voice. Hey, at least Jennifer At least Jennifer said something. Yeah, she was right. I wish we had more of a too bad she probably dies off camera. She's like, she's like, quit fucking staring at me, you goddamn creepo, which is more than, like, most of the characters on this show do. So, do you think this actress just, like, specializes in playing characters that get a, a shitty break? Like, first she gets harassed by Screech, and then Angela stops being best friends with her. It's like, what a rough life, man. <laughs> then she gets abused by the Tanners at a shitty pirate-themed restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Then she meets the cast of Full House, which is all you need to say about it. <laughs> And she was like, I don't think this acting thing's for me. I know, forget it. <laughs> so I did kind of find the line, do you believe in love at first sight? And then she says, no. no. And then he says, that means I still have a shot. <laughs> yeah. Kind of funny. Stop gawking at me. We're supposed to be discussing the project. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. <laughs> Good, then I've still got a shot. Yeah, that was like the best Screech joke ever, actually. Yeah. It was a mildly clever reversal of, of the yeah. usual routine, which was pretty good for this show. Mm-hmm. Nikki and Zach are fighting over the presentation some more. Zach wants to do like a little call where he's Alexander Graham Bell and she's Ma Bell. Instead, she could have been like his assistant Watson, but no. Yeah. She's like, I've got all these facts and I've done all this research. And he's like, you're taking the big snooze here. <laughs> Just some really great retro slang. He re- he resorts to every junior highlight, like assignment, like, let's do a skit. Yeah, he's an like, improv uh, kid. But it's basically his idea that saves their presentation and gets them their grade. Because this is a pizzazz magnet school. Well, the moral of this episode is like, when people are totally disagreeable pieces of shit, you have to like learn to work with them like that and they're right basically yeah it's all about accommodating shitty people but i don't feel like zach's idea is all that like there's a place for nikki's facts and figures but there's also a place for zach kind of you know pizzazzing it up a little bit the problem is austin they're not compromising correct they're they're they've set up a a classic compromise situation and then Mm. failing to actually go through with it Compromise. Yeah. Compromise. <laughs> Compromise. Right, right. Because that's all you have to do is like, yeah, we could jazz it up, but we need to get some of these facts in there, you know? Yeah. All right. So we go back to Scissor Central. And, <laughs> yeah. Scissor Headquarters. <laughs> and Tina is in the living room with Miss Bliss and then puts on headphones. David, I want to oh, dress you up in my love. <laughs> Tina, please dress you up with my love. All over, all over. Dress you up with my love. All over, all over. Tina, just Tina, you. I have to finish my article. Oh. All over his body. How, how do you not know not to do this? <laughs> this is one of those. She dances in an annoying way and making noise. It's just right in front of Miss Bliss, and it's one of those only in a sitcom where they don't know how. To truly portray when someone's being annoying but not trying to be? Uh-huh. Do they just do something that no one would ever actually do? Yeah, my exact note was, who does this? <laughs> 
But it's like, why she can do this in the other room. I also, yeah, I I also wrote that dancing. down, Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, this is a whole house. Couldn't she go do this in, like, whatever room she's presumably sleeping in? Maybe, like, this is the first step of initiating scissoring coitus. Oh, it's like her mating dance. Exactly. <laughs> but Miss Bliss isn't having any of it, though. That's a- Well, it happens off camera. It's just that Bliss has seen it so much now that she, like, wants a new hit song. Yeah, no, I see. And maybe, maybe like, it was great when it was, like, once a week or something, but now yeah. she's, like, bored with teen, like, scissoring. She needs different scissors. Right? Now that they're living in a full-blown scissor factory. Yeah. It's not the same. Wait, but David, please describe what happens to us. I feel like we didn't, for our listeners, give them a clear enough picture of what happens here. <laughs> like, Tina putting on headphones, then singing to herself and waving her arms around. And jumping, kind of, right? Yeah, she's kind of doing a little jumping, dancing. And and Miss mm-hmm. Bliss is trying to write her article for Good yeah. Earth Magazine. And she's doing it right next to Miss Bliss, too. Yeah. In a house in which, if you want to dance in your, with, while wearing headphones, is... I mean, she could just go in the goddamn kitchen. Is this the scene where Tina's wearing her ex-boyfriend's jersey, too? That might have been the last one. Yeah, that, was, that, when she, like that was when she was tearing up Miss Bliss's kitchen. Yeah. I would say I'm surprised that she didn't... She wore... I'm surprised that she wore headphones and not just, like, blared a uh, boombox. Right. But that would require the show to actually play the song. Right. This way, this way Tina just sings it and they don't have to pay any licensing. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Bliss is like, how about you do that somewhere else? And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, you're history's greatest monster. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tina informs Miss Bliss that she invited over her therapy group to Miss Bliss's house. And to be careful because they like to throw things. Ha ha ha. Oh, before I forget, I um, invited my therapy group here Thursday night. It's my week. <laughs> <gasps> this is beautiful. Hide it. The group tends to throw things. I legit wanted to see that happen, though. Yeah, let's see that scene. (laughs) But again, it's like, how do you not understand this is a problem? Right. Like, not only did I invite a bunch of people in your house, but I'm just going to tell you, like, it's no big deal that they're going to break your shit. Like, it'd be one thing if Tina asked and Miss Bliss didn't feel comfortable saying no, even though she didn't really want them here. Yeah. It's like she doesn't even bother asking. She's just like, oh, I'm inviting a bunch of people over to your house. Thursday's her week. What? You don't like that? You're a monster. I know. I'm going <laughs> to guilt trip you so hard. Yeah. And then Miss Plus is like, you know, you kind of just kind of came here to hang out for a little bit for a few days. And when are you planning on leaving? And Tina's like, I know what you're thinking. You want me to move in permanently. Let's do this. Scissor <laughs> all the time. Is her life. Is life. Is life. Is life. We have yeah. We have an arm signal. We yeah, just we're invented. doing arms. Yeah. Audience. Now I'm just keeping. I just keep hearing in my head that I'm calling her apartment or her house the Sizzler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We yeah, gotta start right. a video podcast, though, for all our funny uh, signals we give each other. Yeah, so people see. can know how attractive we are for radio. Sis, like, well, Carol, you got that one letter? I would like more. You would? Okay. <laughs> no, maybe. What I letter? Know. I don't know about this. We gotta, this guy beats off to Carol, at least one. <laughs> well, he didn't say that, but it was subtext. <laughs> that was, it was clear. <laughs> so Miss Bliss informs Tina that Sweet. she can't handle that much chafing, and that <laughs> Tina needs to leave. <laughs> She's like, Tina, I'm sore. <laughs> I need a fucking break just to recuperate. 
<laughs> Literally a fucking break. Exactly. <laughs> do you think Tina's vagina's crazy? Because I do. That's all. No, I bet that Tina would be an excellent sexual partner. Okay. But like short term. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, she, no, but it, it'd be crazy sex though. Like it's not yeah. going to be like normal missionary or anything. That's what I'm saying. Did you see the way that she was cramming that broom down a garbage disposal? She knows what she's doing. No, I'm saying you're both right. It's crazy and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, That's no. Compromise. Tina's yeah, not compromise. the like once a week missionary compromise. position sex partner. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she wants to do yeah. some stuff. Stuff happens, toys are in play. Yeah. She's going to freaking do the shit out of it. She's yeah, going to be in yeah. there like a broom handle and a garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be eating the ass, right? Yeah, um, the Miss Bliss demands it. Yeah. So. Well, we've talked about Miss Bliss getting her ass Not eaten out today. Oh, my God. Not this week. <laughs> we just need to make sure it was no way. So Not what Tina song. says is... Oh, my God, you guys, hold on. Do you think that that's what this is really all about? Uh... They're scissoring all the time, but Tina won't eat her ass out. Is that what's really going on? This is all just sort of like uh, what you can show on TV, but the true underlying conflict is that. So what you're saying is Miss Bliss would always enjoy a good scissoring, but she always enjoyed a good ass-eating, too, so she'd get that from other places. But now that uh, Tina's in there, she doesn't get her ass-eating fix, right? and that's really weighing on Miss Bliss. What I'm saying is she's getting the scissoring, yeah. and that's like a nice cone of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> but Miss Bliss wants that hot fudge on top. <laughs> See Ryan's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make that video podcast happen. What is that called? A Vlodcast or whatever? Um, only if you're an impaler. Vlad. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Sure. We barely know how to put a podcast together. We're not adding video to this. <laughs> all right. So what Tina says is, Why is it that all the people I love kick me out? I have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all have an We answer. have a lot of ex- uh, evidence here of why this is happening to you. Uh, and this is like where she's just completely pulling an Urkel, right? Yeah. I wrote in my notes, it says mm. Urkel move right there. <laughs> yeah. It's sitcom annoying character 101. Yeah. No, and it's really like the solution to this problem is that Tina, you got to work some shit out. She's in therapy. We've learned that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, my answer was. Because you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But I also wrote underneath that, good God, girl, get a grip. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is way too sad for this TV show. It's like an adult woman with adult woman problems. Yeah, like, right. this is the moment where, like, you can pause. Then you put on the Sandra Bullock vehicle, Hope Floats. Mm. Oh, that's That's Tina's do. journey where she, like, goes home, lives with her mom for a while, recoups, <laughs> centers herself, and then she's not such... A crazy batshit idiot anymore. Yeah, she needs to get clean too from the yeah drugs. from all the drugs. Yeah, that's when you put on the Sandra Bullock vehicle. Twenty eight oh. days oh, after yes. Hope looks, oh. and then you can finish the episode. So what you're saying yeah. is that the solution to all these problems is to watch Sandra Bullock movies. Yeah, of course. All right, what about Gravity? Tina in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'd be fucking shit up that's there what you too. Call. Tina yeah, needs to like, learn how to survive. Problem after problem after problem. Yeah, it's Go about problems. Blind side. No, I refuse to watch that. That's one. where you learn to be patronizing to ethnic minorities. Can yeah. I keep? Can I keep him? That's basically what she says. Ooh. He'll play sports for me. And everybody's like, "But it's a true story, Terry." I'm like, "That doesn't make it not racist." Uh, <laughs> that makes it worse. Uh, 
We go back to the administrative area, and Milo is testing the PA system, and it leads to a dumb joke. Testing. Testing. Doesn't work now, Mr. B. Mr. B. Mr. B. Milo, it works. Why are you yelling? If it works, why don't you use it? Do we Milo. Have to, do we have to go back to the administrator? <laughs> Milo is just up in the business. I guess was he listening to yeah. the pipes? Is that yeah, where he got his information? He say it, does he? But how does he know this shit? Yeah, everyone seems to know, but we'll get to that. Milo guilts Miss Bliss about kicking Tina to the curb. And I'm, and I'm like, Miss Bliss should just explain herself. Be like, here's the list of things that Tina was doing at my house. Yeah, also, that doesn't include scissoring. Also, I like how Milo's like, "Oh, you must be cranky. You must be cranky because you don't have Tina to kick around anymore." And I'm like, "Also, there's only four total adults in this world." So <laughs> she's like, "But Milo, she wouldn't eat the booty." <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic because that's actually called um, dressing you up in my love. <laughs> like, I don't get why Milo's up in her ass about yeah. this. Like, well, does he but not in the way Miss Bliss wants yeah, it. Not, not how she like, wants it. Not in the good way, but in the bad way. But it's yeah. like, is Milo going to take fucking Tina in? No. Then well, shut yeah, the fuck no. up. We don't know anything about Milo. Where does Milo personally. live? Is it a castle? <laughs> is it a shack? Like, he lives in the school. I like to think he lives in a castle. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. I had to throw that in there so I wasn't being limited. <laughs> That's a cool idea. Yeah. He seems like he's the lord of something. I'm not joking. I, when I was a kid, I always thought he lived in the attic, like, never-ending story stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible. That's as likely as anything, and likelier than some. And we have precedence with what this face college dude who had the hot plate. Oh, yeah, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Oh, no, no, no. The Professor Lasky. Oh, Lasky. Oh, Lasky. Right. He's the one who really lived in the school, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it, but that did happen. <laughs> so then Tina comes in and gives Miss Bliss the cold shoulder because, you know, now <laughs> Miss Bliss is the bad person. Well, I'd be like, I'm used to it, bitch. You get, you, I had a cold shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this whole thing is that Tina still lives at her house. <laughs> like... When we go back to Miss Bliss's house, Tina's, like, still there. Yeah. So she's going to yeah. be a total shit to her at work and, <laughs> like, know. go home to her house. Right. One, I love that, uh, I love Tina says something about Miss Bliss stabbing her in the back. And I'm like, uh, if anything, she stabbed you right in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she... When they were scissoring. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't, like, guys, subtle Tina's, about it. Tina's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yes, and she has no self awareness and no sense of other people's space, and she's self entitled. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> now we end up in Miss Bliss's classroom, and we find out that Screech's whole plan was to sexually assault Jennifer, and that goes off without oh a my hitch. God. And he gets a B. Yeah, he <laughs> says your project has earned you a B, and I said your project has earned you a sexual harassment sensitivity seminar. <laughs> Right? So, yeah, just to be clear, what happens is they're doing the camera, and then, like, Screech pulls the camera on the hot 11-year-old and, like, grabs her butt? What does he do? He kisses her on the cheek, yeah. And on the butt. He takes a picture of him sexually harassed. He takes basically photographic evidence of a crime. Like, like Miss Bliss? Okay, okay, let's just be real for two seconds. Miss Bliss, if this happened in class, should 
really punish Screech and like send him to the office and like her yeah. allowing it with a slight grade docking is rape culture. Take that teacher of the year award away. Yeah, yeah. she's the patriarchy teacher. Yeah. He straight up just committed a sex crime. He goes, Screech goes to the office and, you know, he should be suspended, whatever, you know, suspended, detention. Before we go much further, can we acknowledge what Miss Bliss is wearing in this scene? Oh, okay, is because, it time? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's I wrote, it. I wrote, I mean, I guess you're, it's supposed to evoke, like, this is old-timey days and convince oh, me of yeah. your, you yeah. know, invention. Yeah. But I wrote that she... She was serving youth for Zion FLDS sister wife compound realness. The only thing she was missing was like the bump in her hair. Yeah, the bump in. Yeah. I said that she was doing butter churn cosplay. Oh, that's pretty good. Prairie butter churning. Yeah. Realness. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I had to. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's later. No, no, isn't it? Oh, it is. My notes later says Bliss dressed like Amish woman or something. Yeah, that is. Okay, I thought they did all the projects at once. No, this is they break it up. Spoiler. Spoiler for future. For story purposes, sometimes people's projects are due over several days. (laughs) I don't want to anger any listeners by being like that didn't happen yet. But it is interesting to me. Like uh, it can be really feel terrible the conduct you see with what with the internet and whatnot. But um, I do feel like you watch these things and the positive takeaway is that progress has been made. That you can't have this shit on TV anymore. Yeah. That a boy is kissing a girl against her will and it's like cute. And it's just I mean, it's I really hope off. not. We have to like start getting serious about this shit. I think we have. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's More just serious. like... Everybody was... frown right now. Well, I'm like I was watching a bunch of Blind Date on YouTube and just like the... No ca- limited. Love Blind Date. It is no eliminated. That's true. The the casual homophobia and oh. the joke comments like all over the place. You're like, you just can't Don't do this go anymore. Out with this guy because he's a he's yeah, not just stuff like that, or just like, oh, this is compared to a gay thing or whatever, right. or just um, the, or just the notion yeah. that guy doing something that would be traditionally associated with a girl is demeaning and laughable. Yeah, right. Austin is breastfeeding while he says this. <laughs> He's nourishing his child from his teat. Austin makes boob gravy. He does. Mm. It's delicious. Mm. I've had some. Yeah, he sent us a care package of his boob gravy. For Christmas. It was delicious. It's all gray and thick. <laughs> it's very thick. Uh, yeah, no, this is terrible, and it's just one of those terrible things you have to endure, but I mean, I hope our media is stepping away from the normalizing of sex crimes. Well, at least so. people are starting to shout it down more, too, when stuff yeah. like this happens. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Didn't they publish that one dude's like, and his swim times were... Oh, my God. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, that was so, terrible. It's maybe not on great. TV, but not in real life. I know. <laughs> well, I know. yeah, it's one of those, I think there's a lot of people who have not gotten better, but at least we're recognizing David. them as shitheads, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think with TV and with the internet, like, it, it's yes. more re- readily recognizable that, like, yeah. that's... That, no, you shouldn't do that. And there's the mm. counter voice. Yeah. yeah, that women get to be like, this guy, he's a fucker. I guess, yeah. yeah, I'm saying, I feel like our mainstream cultural norms have progressed. Well, I certainly yeah. hope so. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> cool, Mr. B. We're just checking out Saved by the Bell Reviewed's Indiegogo page. Saved by the Bell Reviewed? It's a podcast where three dudes and a chick review all our adventures in ridiculous detail. My favorite is David. He seems like a real cool dude. 
quite doofus. And they just launched an Indiegogo site as a way for fans like us to donate money. Another mostly chauvinist group on the internet selling out. Cool it, Jesse. They're just trying to cover their expenses, and they promise to keep putting out new episodes no matter how much money they make. Yeah, and like, in exchange for your donation, you can get some really cool stuff, like trading cards and original art. So it's not sexist, it's just a mutually beneficial exchange. Besides... If there was a way to get rich off of this, don't you think I'd be involved? Wow, your donation levels are so low, even I can contribute. So where would I go if I wanted to be as cool as all of you and make a donation? Just go to igg.me slash at slash sbtbreviewed. Or go to the sbtbreviewed.com website. It's so simple, even Screech can't screw it. Thanks, gang. Well, I'm off to chase an armadillo out of the tennis court. Support Saved by the Bell reviewed on Indiegogo. It's not the choice of idiots. Uh, so then also Zach and Nikki are kind of arguing after the class is over and they tell Miss Bliss that they just can't work together and Miss Bliss says they need to compromise. Compromise. <laughs> and then she makes them scissor right in the middle of Does, class. Am I, yeah. am I forgetting or doesn't, doesn't she actually say something about like the reason why she put them together? She yeah. like explains yeah. a little bit to them. Yeah. She's like, because yeah. you were talking in class, I forced you together. She's like, I thought it would be an interesting premise for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but then Zach and Nikki come back at her like, well, you're not compromising with Tina in your living situation. Ooh. I'm like, how the fuck do they know about their living yeah. situation? I would, never have, to, I would like, never have spoken to Does everybody know like about this now? <laughs> the pipes have ears and mouths? I would never have told one of my teachers in junior high, like, well, uh, <laughs> your personal I mean, life, your is like... <laughs> roommate slash scissor sister, yeah. like you're fucking her over right now. You're not compromising <laughs> yeah. with her. Yeah, it is pretty cool to have the skinny on your teacher. huh? Yeah. So this is where Miss Bliss should be like, oh, actually, now that you mentioned that, I'm realizing that Zach's just being a total dickhole. Right. And should mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. And that Nikki is right. No, hey, teaching... A for Nikki, F for Zach. Right? Yeah, that'd be great. No, she's teaching the patriarchy again by making Nikki work with Zach, who yep. just is failing them both with his pizzazz mm. scores, though. If pizzazz wasn't so highly valued in this school, yep. that would be a start. And all schools. Yeah, I don't get it. But uh, we end up back at a Scissor Central, or the Sizzler, right? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> And Tina acts all mopey and tries to guilt Miss Bliss into letting her stay. So Miss Bliss offers to let her stay. And then Tina says she doesn't want to stay if Miss Bliss is just doing it out of guilt. To which Miss Bliss says, of course I'm doing it out of guilt because who the hell would want to live with you? (laughs) I know Tina really makes her work hard to let her keep staying there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know. (laughs) The end. Yeah. Yeah, and then then they decide, like, then Miss Bliss is like, well, you're really tough to get along with. She's like, all right, all right. And then I forget even how it ends. Did they stay well, together? Yeah, they talk about how, like, maybe they both just need their own space. And that's really not, like, a, Tina acts like it's, like, some heart-rendering 
development. Yeah. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, go to of, a ro- different room and then you can dance into your headphones. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Lots of, a of people can be friends and not live together. Well, and she's like, we weren't going to, this is a quick fix till you get your own place, you know, just treat it like what it is. Mm-hmm. You guys, exactly. what do you think Milo's doing right now? He's reading. Scissoring. <laughs> I think he's got a cup to his ear at the door. <laughs> I think that Milo and the Max moved to Vermont and mm-hmm. started a gay rollerblading bar, like in Running Scared. Mm. I, I was I, thinking of a bed and breakfast in a castle. No, I like Harold's idea. Yeah, gay rollerblading bar. He's clearly having adventures in Fantasia right now. Mm. That's mine. I want to see Milo's house. It could be anything. I know. I think it looks... No, that's bad. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> the mind boggles at the possibilities. Do you think Milo rollerblades and, like, cut off jean shorts? Yes. Yes. With some, a little bit of butt cheek showing? <laughs> yeah, a little of the underbutt. And yeah. a buddy band. And it's really awkward when you see him outside of school. It's like, oh, uh, no, wait, not uh, a buddy band. What no. were the headband ones? Yeah, were they, the headbands? Were, they were yeah, buddy bracelets. Bands. No, right? what were the headband ones though? Those were the buddy bands. Well, then what were the bracelets? Friendship, love cuffs. Poops. Love cuffs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, love cuffs. <laughs> yes, he had the buddy. Yeah, he has the buddy band on the. He shirtless buddy band on the head, and then just super short, short cut off jean shorts. That's amazing. He knows how to live his best life. <laughs> Let so, uh, so we go back to the classroom and Mikey and Lisa kill the presentation, but we don't see it because that's not really important. No, nope. because who gives a fuck? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Nikki's doing a perfectly crimulent class presentation, mm. but Miss Bliss is just playing hardball with her. And now is Miss Bliss in her prairie butter garden. Yeah. There we go. I like Miss Bliss and her British accent is doing a country accent. And she's like, can I get milk from a phone? Yeah. <laughs> can I? And you can oh, milk God. a phone to answer her question. And Austin is defending Zach in this episode. But I can say that a good partner doesn't openly mock their partner <laughs> during the presentation. Now, this is a chart of the distance the average farmer was from his nearest neighbor. Now, in some cases, hundreds of miles. Now, it can take weeks for a letter to travel from one place to another. Pace yourself, Nikki. You don't want to peek too soon. <laughs> and, and what if you have an emergency and, and you need a doctor? I did write down, how does being a dick help, Zach? <laughs> He's really being an asshole. We both yeah. are. Um, I did, but I also thought when... Miss Bliss was like, that's great, but can a cow get, or can a phone get me milk? And then Zach says, like, it can if you call the dairy. And Nikki's like, oh my god, Zach, you're the worst. I'm like, that wasn't a bad answer. This telephone of yours, how much does it cost? Um, well, it costs about $45. I can buy two cows for that. Can I get milk from your phone? Well, if you call the dairy, it can. No, that's no, yeah. right. totally a good answer. Yeah, Nikki hates him kind of irrationally, which is disappointing because there's there. so much rational reasons to hate Zach. Right, yeah. yeah. Pick one. He really gives her a lot to work with there. <laughs> I'd be like, you pushed me! I still wouldn't be over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you killed Miss Bliss's husband. Maybe. Quite possibly. So Probably. what... <laughs> so Miss Bliss is playing hardball. 
Things are going downhill for Nikki. So what does Zach do? He goes to his uh, security blanket, the brick phone. <laughs> it's a proto Zach's phone. <laughs> Tis. Right? Yeah, it's not the same as the one yeah. we'll see. It has like less brick. poundage to yeah. it. Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's just the shape it's, of the brick without the back of it. It's actually smaller. Yeah, it's, it's the episode one. Bigger. It's the episode one Zach's phone. And I do like how his uh, newfangled phone is talking to Nikki's old rotary horn phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's how they work. <laughs> and then when Miss Bliss answers the phone, she answers it wrong by holding up, like, the <laughs> base of it to her ear and then the, like, listening part to her mouth. Yep. And then she, like, puts it both up. And I don't know if that was accidental or intentional because she doesn't know what this fa- newfangled phone is. I don't think is. that Haley Mills is that. I think that was a very direct <laughs> acting choice. A wonderful, delightful actress. (laughs) She could use more credit. Uh, So Zach breaks out his uh, mobile phone, the proto-brick phone, and calls Nikki, and he's like, did you get my letter about us being friends? And she's like, what letter? He's like, oh, must have gotten lost. Luckily, we have the phone. And Miss Bliss is all, phones are great. I love this. And this is pretty much what Zach was proposing to do from the beginning. <laughs> He's also like, I have a lot of milk for you. But to be fair, Nikki's facts and figures may have been a selling point as well, you know? In a school for nerds. <laughs> I don't know if just the pizzazz would have worked. This isn't the SATs, Austin. That's correct, David. The key here is compromise. 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 <laughs> And then Miss Bliss wants to know if she can get a mobile phone for her horse, which sounds like a very modern joke. Actually. Horse phone. Horse phone. Horse phone. <laughs> also, phone. I also like how Zach and Nikki go on a little, like, meandering road uh, trip down memory lane here about playing Little League together. And I'm like, how is this helping the project? He's like, remember yeah. when we rode our bikes to see E.T.? <laughs> that's we it. were so that's ex- scared. <laughs> that's exactly what it reminded <laughs> like, me of. Yeah, me too. Remember when we peeped on that old lady sucking her titties? <laughs> old when lady we spied on Miss Bliss and Tina scissoring. <laughs> so, That's how they found out that she was uh, living there, right? Right, yeah. So just last episode, they did like talk about peeping nostalgically. Yeah, yeah. but that was Ugh. with what's his name? The other, Mikey, yeah, that was with Mikey. The, the other soon to disappear cast member. So David, <laughs> yeah, did you write? Did you write down Mikey. what grade Zach and Nikki got in this project? Wasn't I did. Like a B plus. It was an A minus. A minus, right? Uh, and it was because there was no sexual harassment well, in the what project. I would like to know, it certainly wasn't because they learned to compromise. What I'd like to know is what was it in their project that made it better than a B plus, but worse than a solid A? I don't know. The fact that they didn't work together at all. Yeah. But, the fact that this presentation was very ad hoc and off the cuff instead of planned out. But yet still good enough for the A minus? Yes. Well, Nikki at the last minute is like, yeah, the phone. <laughs> and that's worthy of an A minus, I guess. Yeah, the phone. <laughs> you never received my letter? Huh, must have gotten lost. I'm sure glad I called you on the telephone. Yeah. Right, the telephone. You guys, I don't even know what subject Miss Bliss teaches. <laughs> phone school. Is this a phone school? She teaches phone sex. Well, this is, I mean, oh, this I still kind of ties in with history. <sighs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to like the Sizzler. She teaches everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Tina is apologizing to Miss Bliss with a bran muffin. Question. Yes. Uh, what happened that led Tina from the disappointment that she was at the end of last scene 
to this ex- realization and acceptance of their new living arrangement. It's it was called Zach reaching the 21 minute mark. Austin. Oh, the clock ticked over. That's what. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like even though she wasn't there for Zach and Nikki's presentation, it sent <laughs> cosmic <laughs> vibrations throughout Bayside Junior High well, that th- affected everyone's hearts and minds. <laughs> I think there was some cosmic vibrations, <laughs> and that Miss Tina finally rubbed one out in the mm, art closet, and now she can think good. straight again. Okay. Well, would all the scissoring help her think straight? Nope. It doesn't. It drives her crazy. She gets scissoring madness. I know that when I'm having an argument with someone and I get all worked up, if I leave and go jerk off in a closet, usually afterwards I can come back and things will go a lot smoother. Compromise. The compromise. Well, see, now I'm trying to decide if it was a missed opportunity or a praiseworthy level of restraint to not, like, find a way to shoehorn Tina into the classroom for Zach and Nikki's presentation so that she could learn the lesson. Yeah, but whatever. I was just glad this episode was almost over. That <laughs> yeah, time. that's really what it boils down <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Missed Opportunity is another great name for this episode. <laughs> I, I also wrote that like in this the whole scene, <laughs> this final scene, Miss Bliss oh. is dressed like Carol's boyfriend, Aaron. Oh, I was going to say that I liked her outfit. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like hot pink sweatpants. And what is this shirt? It's just like a really, it's really house clothes. Yeah. Yeah. She really, Aaron Aaron has some uh, red velour sweatpants. I picked those out. I bought them for him for $2 at the beach when we got rained on. Mm. And we went to the basement of the store and they had $2 pants. And now they're special. Yeah, and he couldn't choose, so I'm like, these ones. (laughs) And they're like huge velour pants. That's amazing. It's romantic. Yeah, Miss Bliss is looking good in her house clothes, but I don't know why she tolerates Tina at all. Well, now she's going to have to because she's moving into the neighborhood. Yeah, that's like official. Well, yeah, so Tina's apologizing with a bran muffin. And then Miss Bliss is like, admit it, it was tough living with me too. And then Tina says it was. And we had no indication of that at all, that (laughs) Tina had any issues with Miss Bliss living with Miss Bliss. That's like when the college, uh, the crusty old dean on The Simpsons is like, I guess I've been a bit of an ogre. And Homer's like, yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, what's with the bran muffins? This is the second time. She also, Tina, earlier put it in the blender. And do you think this scissoring constipates you? Because we're really bran focused. All I'm saying is, Carol, if we have a fight, yeah, and you want to make up, yeah. bringing food is a really good idea. Well, I knew But that. if you bring a, a bran muffin, <laughs> get out my face. That's what you call a deal breaker. Wondering if the bran muffin isn't like a purposeful laxative. Yeah, well, because it's when you get the... to a certain age, you need a lot of fiber. <laughs> I think it's a way of saying you're full of shit. Right. No, I think it has something to do with Miss Bliss wanting her ass eat now. She wants to be. Right <laughs> oh. You have to eat these bran muffins if I'm going to eat your ass out. Because yep. we got to yeah. keep a tidy ship. Clear the yeah. runway on the poop <laughs> deck. Yep. Oh <laughs> So, yeah, then we also learned that uh, Tina's going to be moving into the neighborhood, and it's not going to go anywhere. Yay. Man. And it won't really affect anything. She'll just be at her house all the time, just like before. Yeah. I hope we never go back to her creepy house again. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Keep hoping. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) Yay. Terry. Yeah? (laughs) What'd you learn? (laughs) I learned that if you put up with an annoying friend for um, 
a long time, you might get a bran muffin out of it. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show again, Terry. Here's a bran muffin. <laughs> get the fuck out. Where's my muffin, guys? If we give you a bran muffin, will you uh, come back next episode? If you give me a bran muffin, I'll dress you up in my love. Oh, my God. Oh, that's even a better deal. Uh, Austin, what did you learn? Uh, I learned that a well-executed sex crime is worth a lower grade. <laughs> you didn't know that. Why do you think? Uh, what's his face and uh, Revenge of the Nerds got some such good grades? <laughs> yeah, that was a bad joke because I couldn't think of the name. Uh, Lewis. Lewis. Lewis uh, Carolyn, what did you learn? Um, I learned a couple things. First, I learned that the best way to ace your SATs is to have a pizzazz score through the motherfucking roof. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that that robot can go on to have a better life without me, I hope. And I learned that the number one magazine for a hundred years running is still fuckable teen. Yep. <laughs> it's a juggernaut. You're not going to knock it off anytime soon. I certainly won't. <laughs> Ryan, what did you learn? I learned so much this week, you guys. More than I would have cared to. I learned that a three isn't worth it. If you're going <laughs> to shove your friend on the floor, they got to be at least a five. Mm-hmm. I learned that you should tolerate obnoxious people. <laughs> and um, I learned that Milo lives in a castle. Question mark? <laughs> question mark. There's a question mark. <laughs> I learned that sexual harassment gets you a B. Mm-hmm. And I learned that there's no worse apology than a brand muffin. <laughs> but it's like that would, that just completes her story arc. Like she comes over and she's shitty. She sucks the whole time. And then like her apology is like, here's a brand muffin. That's just like salt on a wound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really fits her character though. Yeah. That she yeah. just doesn't know anything. Uh, I guess. Oh, I guess I have to say what I learned. I learned that uh, Zach had a proto brick phone in junior high. I didn't realize that. And I learned that Miss Bliss's house is nicknamed the Sizzler. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to stick. We only have a few episodes left, though. Thank Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Terry, where can people find you online? Hey, hey. If, could, do you have Twitter, Terry? Oh, Use my God. Twitter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tw- Terry, how you been tearing it up on Twitter? Do you want? Do you want to just give us yeah. the, the short give version? A, yeah. Oh my god! I started playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> and then I thought I was being funny. I made you a tweet that said, "If you're sick of hearing about Pokemon Go this past week, because everybody's complaining about that, yeah. yeah. Imagine what it's like to hear about sports for the past three oh, decades." <laughs> and, in your um, face, Austin. And uh, oh, wait, wait, why is this in my face? <laughs> David in your face, Austin. <laughs> Because you guys like sports. So, if you want to read all of the homophobic, misogynistic, anti-feminist, racist tweets that sports fans have been sending to me. Because I retweet them, and then I send them pictures of, like, soccer players kissing. Um, You can find me at Terry Blast on Twitter and Instagram. And he will Terry Blast you. This is also... In the midst, I, I've been talking with Austin about this because at work. This is in the midst of the because Ghostbusters just came out this weekend. Yes, it it's was a awesome. Big the, the movie's good. The movie's awesome. There's the whole Leslie Jones stuff that was going on. Right. Oh, so it like I did a drawing of her so that she wouldn't Yay. like you know because I was like everybody should do drawings of her because she's awesome. Yeah. 
And then, ten, not even ten minutes, and someone had tweeted me and her this racist, awful... Oh and I'm just like, fuck off. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so much nastiness on that internet landscape. But they finally today just kicked one of the guys yeah. who's ringleading the anti-Leslie campaign. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it Milo blah blah blah. Me who's Mr. gay? Fuckface. He's gay! And he just spoke at the <laughs> Donald Trump Gays for Trump rally. You need to have a talk yes. with him. I, oh, I'll set him straight. <laughs> Get on the gay <laughs> phone. <laughs> call, call him up on the gay network, Terry. He'll set him straight, like he's going to be a straight dude. I'm Mr. Gay, and he's going to hear it from me. Yes, Mr. Gay, yes. So yeah, Tina, what's good about it? (laughs) That's been my week. Yeah, Terry went viral, and now he's slamming it with us. It was shared like 19,000 times on Facebook. All my friends kept posting it, and I was like, this is a guy I'm friends with. (laughs) A little bit. I was like, dude. Well, the thing—that's the thing. I—that's the thing I learned this week. Yes, is that you could <laughs> you could tweet anything, and anybody will make it about themselves. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could say like I could say like, oh, I don't know, I don't really care for cats, and people will be like, cats are good animals for the disabled when they're trying to cope with you know whatever. Like I could be like, oh, yeah. carrots are gross, and people will be like, uh, I was blind and then I ate carrots. And my I dad's easy. a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> carrots killed. Carrots <laughs> killed my dad. Dad like, carrot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. That's what I learned. No, I just Real had man. this, like, I talked with Austin about, like, the, like this new Ghostbuster movie. I feel like people, so, these, like, idiots out there, care more about the Ghostbuster movie than I care about anything in the world, I think. <laughs> right. They, uh, why are you spending so much time? Can't you just, like, either like or not like something and move on with your life, you know? Um, you're talking, how many episodes of the show? I guess I was going to say, we're doing it because we enjoy it, so did they just... Yeah, I guess they just enjoy being assholes. Did you hear about the yeah. gender swap reboot of Say by the Bell they're doing? Oh my god, I'm going to destroy all the lives of everyone Who's involved. Who's playing Mrs. Belding? <laughs> Some bald woman. Parker Posey. Oh, that's so oh, that'd be amazing. It would be. Guess yeah, what? Be. I'm a good casting director. Good job. <laughs> anyway, the end. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Yeah. Terryblast.com. Terryblast. Uh, right. Yeah, so... Uh, Ryan, where can people find you online? Oh, yes, very nice.com. That's O H Y E S, very nice.com. Also, my Twitter handle, also my Instagram. Um, that's all. Oh, um, and if you go to studygroupcomics.com, uh, again, it should be posting this week, which will have been a month ago by the time this posts. I wrote and drew a sci fi comic called Space Prisoner, and you can Yay! read it for free. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering free. when that was going to come out. Yeah, it's coming out any day now, which will be far in the past by the time this posts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Carolyn? Uh, you may find me at www.carolynmain.com C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N like the street. Carolyn Main on Twitter. Carolyn Main on Facebook. Carolyn Main up your mom dot com. <laughs> Carolyn Main up your mom dot com. <laughs> Love it. I go there every day. Uh, <laughs> Austin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Austin Gordon. Um, I mean, I kind of I like sports, but I'm not like an awful garbage Austin. monster person. So <laughs> I don't, I don't sports hate monster. sports. I just don't, you know, know. just and I and also like I don't fucking care if people are talking about Pokemon Go. That's cool. I mean, whatever, whatever you enjoy doing. And if somebody else doesn't like sports, that's kind that's, of their that's own. kind of their own thing too. And I don't care about that either because again, <laughs> not a terrible garbage monster person. Please. Somebody t- somebody tweeted at me today. What if you don't like Pokemon Go or sports? And I tweeted back, "That's on you, girl." <laughs> I was like, I don't care. No, it's an either care. or problem. What do I hate? Uh, and then uh, you can read my writing at the Real Gentleman of Leisure.com.
Yep. Yeah, I may tweet about sports every once in a while, but I'll tweet about other things. And if you don't like what I tweet, that's all right. You don't have to like no, be not. a monster, and I won't be a monster to other people either. And I think Terry's tweet was funny. Uh, ah, yeah, Terry's tweet was funny. <laughs> you nailed it. And anyways, you can find those tweets at uh, Doctor Bits, Doctor spelled out, and I'm at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. We are saved by the bell reviewed. You can email us at sbtvreviewed at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at sbtv underscore reviewed. You can check out our Tumblr page at sbtvreviewed.com. And you can like our Facebook page. You can also give us high ratings on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and there's some one other, right? Google Play. Google Play? Yeah, why don't I have that? Although that's been fucked up lately for some reason. Yeah, screw you, Google Play. Right? Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Google. Yeah, fuck Google Play. No one likes you. Uh, you can also visit our Indiegogo page at, uh, at www.sbtreview.com slash Indiegogo. And uh, you can give us a lot of money there. And so for Saved by the Bell Review, this is David Bitsenoffer. And, and, wait, wait, I'm getting a text. No, it's from my girlfriend and I... Oh, oh. Uh, so, who wants me to move in with them? <laughs> you shouldn't try to force her to marry you. I promise to only break, like, one heirloom. Watch out, don't put on your headphones and dance. <laughs> to dress you up in my love. <laughs> right, right in the middle of yeah. David, come over and scissor with me. <laughs> You're on, Ryan. Alright, cool. When I'm torrenting more recordings, internet, it sends a warning, and I don't think it'll download in time. By the time I've watched the show, it's half, it's time to go. Turn on one more switch to make the show sit right. It's alright, I watched the Save by the Trust. Alright, cause it's Save by the What the hell? I watched Save by the Bell. Why do I watch the show? And where did the 90s go? Base it highs, run my Zach, let's chill out at the max. Giving, building panic attacks, and eating all my snacks as I lay awake at night in my waste of my life. It's alright, and what you say by the just stage i'm in the middle of a concert a concert honey you're gonna put the paint customers to sleep with all this jazz you gotta get the new sound come on now let's calm 
compromise. Compromise. You give a little, I'll give a little. Come on, let's get together. That's it. Is that what she's missing after that night with Miss Bliss? Is that what you're saying? Yes, she's missing some deep down rooty, rootin' and tootin'. Is that so, a sexual metaphor? Yes. It's like... Sisters. <laughs> 